One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to the last Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast of the week with me, Andy Goldstein, what a week it's been of podcasts. Yeah, they've well, they've been the normal amount that we always put out in a week. And what a podcast we have got coming up for you today. Free of charge, so stop moaning. You didn't pay anything for it. You didn't even have to download it. It just appeared. Literally just appeared on your phone or on your iPod or on your iPad or on your iShuffle or just anything. Anyway, enough talk of shuffling. Let's talk about this wonderful podcast. And it begins, of course, with the best show on the radio. Not just talk sport, but oh, happens to be mine, the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar. Monday to Thursday from 10pm with phone-in and reaction to Wolves' game against Liverpool. And, of course, there was a game in the FA Cup that no one seems to care about. Don't even know who that was, but I don't think we took any calls on that anyway. Here are the calls on my show from last night. Wolves 1, Liverpool 2. They've done it again. It's Firmino who struck home. Salah was bundling his way through on the right edge of the area. The ball then fell kindly to Fabinho, to Firmino, who absolutely leathered it beyond the keeper. We're all talking about Liverpool and uh, tonight's game. I think what, what makes us different at the moment is, you know, when we were under the cosh uh, for that short space of time in the second half, you know, to have a keeper like Allenson beat them between the sticks, you know, it, it, it just reminds me of the years when United were successful with Schmeichel. You know, the amount of times he pulled them out the hat, you know what I mean, with us uh, saves. And, you know, we've got that now in that keeper um, in abundance. And, you know, it, that can only spread, you know, confidence amongst the, uh, the rest of the players yeah. to kick on and win matches, which we are doing, you know, quite often now. Now, looking at the bigger picture of the game itself, to say Wolves were the better team, all right, you know, they had probably more possession of the ball. And, and they are a good team. I'm never underestimating that. But, you know, for, for a... For an away performance from Liverpool there, you know, we couldn't have asked for much more, you know, from the management of the players on the pitch. Klopp identified it when we were under the cosh. He changed the system. He brought for being on. We went 4-4-2, and that really did nullify Wolves, then for the, which enabled us then to get the winning goal and, uh, you know, just about hang on. So, as I say, from my point of view as a Liverpool supporter, I can't ask for no more from my team on a match like that tonight because beforehand I said to a few people I'd take a draw out of that game, you know what I mean? Mm. But to come away with the three points mm. is absolutely a huge step towards the Premier League. Nick towards the back for Tranmere Rovers in the third round replay in extra time against Premier League. Watford who have a wobble on the Wirral. Nigel, I mean, the pitch played its part tonight and then you not go really. into... No, not really. I don't think... No, I think I think it's it's the same for everybody. I think they what they showed is that they've got experience and they had a lot of desire and uh, we had a few words at half-time so I think we, in the first half, we, we were... Uh, 
second best in terms of uh, a bit of desire and maybe that's a steep learning curve for some of our young players who think they can possibly just turn out and uh, um, show people what they can do. You've got to earn the right in every game that you play and, uh, uh, and, and I thought we, we saw a big improvement in the second half and um, we knew the pitch was going to be difficult. Let's speak to Luke, he's a Tramir fan. Hello Luke, good evening. All right, Lukey. Hello, good evening. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Did you go tonight? Yeah, it went tonight. It was amazing. The best atmosphere I'd seen in a while. Go on, I've seen nothing. Talk me through it, Luke. Who were who the better team? Uh, we were the better team from the start and you could tell that they didn't want it at all and didn't want to play on that pitch. And They had a few chances, but they weren't coming close to how we played. What do you mean they didn't want it, Luke? Explain that. Well, let's be honest, their focus is to stay up the season in the Premier League and mm. not to be having replays against the League One side. And you could tell from the get-go that they weren't confident and they just they didn't they didn't put in as much as we did because it was a massive game for us and I'm pretty sure for them, you know, obviously it's Premier League survival what they're going for. Luke, um, tell everyone about the pitch. I've seen some uh, some footage on social media um, and yeah. I heard their commentary and uh, it was Sam Matterface or Sags, one of them, describing it as a sand pit. It, it looked Look pretty rubbish, the pitch. I'm guessing that's a little bit of a leveller. Yeah, it, I'll be honest, yeah. Recently, it has gone downhill with the like, Liverpool ladies playing on it as well. So it has had a lot of wear and tear. But let's be honest, you've got to use it to our advantage, which we did tonight. Yeah. And Watford didn't like that. So, Are you looking yeah, forward to, to the game on Sunday? Yeah, I am. And just like Watford, I don't think Man United will be up to it because Premier League teams are not going to be wanting to come to a League One side. And I, I'm confident for it. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm very confident. Mm. Time now to move on to Jim White's show. And for some reason, Jim White was just doing an impression of Jermaine Pennant throughout the whole three hours. Very bizarre. Anyway, alongside Jim and Natalie was Glenn Johnson. They were talking about when Roy Hodgson was at Liverpool, he would scare the team by setting up defensively and knocking their confidence. Very, very pleased with the way things are going. <clears throat> no, that was me. This is them. When Hodgson was there, we had... We used to go into the the games at Anfield where you you thinking you're looking forward to the game, thinking we could put on a show here and really mm. really put these to bed early. Um, and it, he had installed fear into us before the game where we, we'd, in fact, it was actually I remember the, the specific time was against Wolves. Um, and you're thinking we're miles better than them. Just let's go and play. But we, it was all all week. It was rigid training. The team was so negative, and it was it was like you say, it was just almost trying to not lose than it was rather than just putting them to the sword. Um, and, and, and the players do look at that and think, like, what's actually going on here? Does he not believe in us? Does he actually think we're not that much better than them? So it does leak onto the pitch. So, so the players themselves would have been thinking, we, we don't know what's going on here. Time now for a bit of drive time where the ginger fellow with bright shirts was alongside Darren Goff. Well, I say alongside him. I mean, Goffy was swanning it out in South Africa whilst Darren was hard at work in England. Someone decided to connect an ISDN line technical Google it. And that meant, of course, they were together on the radio. This is them, more Durham though, talking about Manchester United on their show at Drive Time. We've called Drive. Oh, chance! And Burnley have the owner! And the ball's just been lofted over the top, and Chris Wood has latched on the end of it out of nowhere! I'm just going to quickly say about the first goal, which is what proves to me that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not the man. We all know what Burnley are going to do. We all know they're going to be 4-4-2. We all know at set pieces, they're going to pump it into the box. Uh, one of the centre-halves will go up for the header and one of the strikers will try and get on the second ball. Jones gives away a needless free kick on halfway. Burnley pump it into the box towards Ben Mee and Tarkovsky. Mee heads it down. Wood finishes. Literally everyone 
knows Burnley will be doing that. And it's exactly what they did. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer knew about it, surely. Did he have a plan to stop it? Clearly not. His players gave away the free kick. They didn't win the first ball. And they were slow to the second ball. His team was not properly prepared. So you can talk all you like about what the Glazers should be doing. What Ed Woodward should be doing. His job is to prepare the team properly for the game. And they lost that game last night. They were very much second best to uh, a very well-organised and effective Burnley side. But they were second best because the manager got it wrong. He has taken Cardiff down. He was the manager of Mulder. City have got Pep. Liverpool have got Klopp. Man United have got the man who took Cardiff down. Now, if they appoint a decent manager with a good CV, I don't know if it'll take them up to where City and Liverpool are, but I do know it's not going to work with this manager. There's other areas of the club that need addressing, of course. But come on, everybody's got to be honest. Club legend... It just ain't working. And when he doesn't prepare his team properly, Darren, for Burnley, surely we must all see what's right in front of our eyes. Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think one of the problems as well is with all the uh, the legends at United who all wanted uh, Solskjaer at the wheel are still backing him to this moment, so you've got to stick with him. The problem I see with Manchester United, you only have to look up. I don't want to reel off all his stats as a manager uh, about losing games more than he's won and points he's got from the games, back-to-back defeats and all that stuff. But what I see from him, Man United over the past few years is the changeover of managers and some good managers in there, some big-name managers, but the players they have signed at that football club has been ridiculous. They are not Manchester United players, and that's one of the problems about keep changing managers with the players coming in. The only rescuing fact with Solskjaer, if he did get rid of him, he hasn't really brought in any of the players, has he? If we're honest, they were brought in before uh, he started making them decisions. But what I see is no ideas. There's no invention of play. There's no fight. Slow style of play against Burnley last night again. I mean, everything about them. And when you've got Pereira in your side and Jones, they wonder why Manchester United are losing 2-0 at Burnley. There you go. Um, you're right. Uh, Ollie's uh, defended Ed Woodward. He said he has conversations with him. They they know what uh, they want from each other. So he's defended him. So that's his public stance on it. And that's all the fans can go off. But I look at Manchester United. Is their best keeper at Sheffield United? Is one of their better centre-halves who probably would be playing last night on loan in Italy? Chris Smalling. Paul Pogba is injured at the moment, but they want him out of the football club for some bizarre reason. Some pundits seem to want to blame him for last night. He's nowhere near the pitch. Of course, they improve with Pogba in the football team. They need to get him back fit and keep him, not send him off somewhere else so he can be brilliant elsewhere. And their best goal scorer was sent off to play for Inter Milan. So that's that's your spine of your team. Henderson, Smalling, Pogba and Lukaku. <laughs> Where are they? Mm-hmm. I, I find it absolutely extraordinary what's been going on at Man United. So, yeah. Behind the scenes, Ed Woodward and co, yeah, lot to answer for, but please, come on, do not tell me Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the manager who is going to take this team back to the top or even close to the top. It ain't going to happen. And Ali McCoyce this morning saying, yeah, they're fifth, it's where they belong. They ain't going to be fifth much longer. Certainly not playing like that. There's teams breathing down their neck. Spurs aren't playing particularly well. They're, they're in sight of them. you got Wolves who are in sight of them as well. I, I think it's extraordinary. Now, if you're listening to this podcast round about, what, 8am till later on in the day, there's every chance while you're listening to my voice now, you could be listening to live cricket commentary on TalkSport 2 of South Africa against England. Of course, you're not, so well done. Here's Macca anyway with Stuart Broad looking ahead to that fourth test, which is now underway, South Africa against England. I've already told you when it starts. It's on now. Don't bother turning on to it. You won't hear anything. Nothing happens slowly in cricket. But if you do, it's live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. 
What keeps you going in Test cricket? What drives you? What What is that burning thing inside you still? Because you've been doing this now for, for 12 years. It will be easy for you to get jaded. What is it that, that makes you want to get out of bed in the morning and put bowling boots on? Uh, I mean, winning Test matches is a, a very special feeling. Uh, you feel like you've gone through a, a huge amount with a, a squad, a group of players to, to get that end result um, so with a part of that is taking wickets for your team uh, and the celebrating of wickets and, and that sort of thing and I love the the sort of tactical side of the game it really fascinates me how you can change momentum and um, and change the balance of, of the game with the mental side and tactical field placements and stuff like that um, it, the game just fascinates me still and I, I've always said I'm, I'm a very competitive person as soon as my the fire in my belly disappears um, so will my bowling boots but the the, the fire is certainly still there. I've had um, a pretty good calendar year from from the changes I've made in my run-up, and I think that was an important mental thing for me to do, that continuous improvement, make a bit of a change in the style of my run-up, shorten it, get my knees higher, um, and control my delivery stride length, which has helped my accuracy as well. So um, there's a few things that inspire me. Winning games for England, Jimmy Anderson's a big inspiration for me, um, seeing how he's gone about his business since the age of 33, and... Um, I still think 33 is not that old really I mean, I have been playing quite a long time but I think sometimes people think I'm a bit older than I am um, but yeah I'm, I'm still loving it and actually I'm, I'm getting a lot of energy off the young players coming through there's, there's some really great people uh, involved in the England team at the minute and I know the team's in, in brilliant hands as well. You know, the, the bowlers coming through, Jofra, Sam Curran, Bessie Pope is one of the best young prospects I've, I've ever seen. So um, it, it's great to be around these guys and see how much they love playing Test cricket for England. And I think that gets overlooked sometimes. Um, but there's 21-year-olds here who are living the dream playing Test cricket for England. And there's a, a bit of a myth sometimes that young players just want to play T20. And I, I can guarantee you that's not the case. Time now to check in with Paul and Angry Jacobs, as in Paul Hawksby and Angry Jacobs. They're not married, although they've been together for so long, they, no, they actually couldn't be. They don't find each other attractive. They've never been married. Anyway, here's Paul and Andy. I've got a T20 birthday spread. Now, we've got a new tech up on today. Well, yeah. to him, and uh, I think he's from Camera, the campaign for Real Ale. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> nice old reference there, yeah, yeah. I think they're still going, aren't they? Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, very much so. You'll yeah, get so me John, specific gravity meter out next time I have a pint. <laughs> John's uh, just sorting it out, so... OK, you're going to be doing that for us. In the meantime, let me tell you oh, yeah. about uh, okay. Marcus Armitage, former jockey and journalist, writing uh, the other day mm. about uh, what he thinks is that he, can't, he couldn't remember a Scouse jump jockey met plenty of fat jockeys uh, Franny Norton and Martin Dwyer etc but he says that's all changed before we come on to Pelé let me finish that so this is a Pelé under this story <laughs> and it's a good little story it comes back to football his name he is loves J- Shelton Pelé his name is um, Jamie Neald um, he's uh, okay. a, a fine writer he's an amateur uh, with plans to turn conditional apparently and uh, he was at Liverpool as a kid he's Ooh. an Evertonian and even when he went and trained at Liverpool, he'd wear an Everton shirt under his training kit <laughs> really? because he just couldn't bring himself to put like on the that. red without the blue. But was released by Liverpool, went to Blackburn, released uh, by Liverpool for what reason, Andy, being... 
Too short. Too small, that's right. <laughs> and um, it kind of, you know, given up on his football, went and played I, a bit of non-league. I never understand that in football. When you think that two out of the three greatest players, not you, Pele, you're the greatest yeah. player of all time, yeah. but two of the other three greatest Diego players. Diego and Lionel Messi. Five foot four. Yeah. So yeah. It, when you get kicked out of a club for being too small and two of the greatest of all time are too small. Although, old, isn't it? you know, Messi did take a growth hormone to get himself up to about, what, 5'7", didn't he? Oh, I is think? he 5'7"? Five, 5'6", five, five, yeah, thought, that's the old reason. Really about 5'6". But he went to Barcelona because they were... No, pre- I know about the growth hormone, They were prepared hormone, to, yeah. to uh, get him through that. And I wish get, I'd heard about time. it when I was <laughs> Yeah, it would have been good for you. Could have, is, with, is it maybe too late? Talk sport can sponsor you. <laughs> By the time, yeah, you within two years, you could be six, six foot three. Six. It's all gone horribly wrong. I mean, six, Brendan Rogers might I'm, be trying to sign you. I mean, next time Richard Osman comes in, he'll be, blimey, you've grown, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that might happen. Fantastic. Okay, the, the gaffer's outside. We'll ask him if he'll put the money up for you. <laughs> this is Talk Sport Daily. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle, and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now a lovely story here. If we've got good editorial values on the show, we'll put some sort of love music under this bit. Have we got it? Oh, we have. Excellent. This is Brentford's Ethan Pinnock. Google him. He does play for Brentford. Google them. They are a football team. Anyway, trust me. As I was saying, he's always had the belief that he could make it as a footballer and here's his story of him making it as a footballer down to his belief of making it. He was talking to the Moose after being released by Mirwalk 15. He wasn't talking to the Moose after. Yolanda, just listen to it. I'll stop the music. You always have that doubt once you once that does happen to you, but you know you gotta. I think in life you always gotta have another plan. So obviously I, I made sure that I had uh, other things in place if I didn't make it. But I always kind of kept that belief, you know. And um, obviously when I was playing at Dulwich, the manager was really good. He helped me uh, keep me focused and get me back to enjoying football. And luckily it uh, worked out in the end. Were there ever any days when you thought you weren't gonna be a footballer? You know, there are days when you doubt, you know, um, I was at uni, I was working and things like that. So it's hard to put all my energy into football, into training and things like that, because there's so much things you got to do. I always kept the belief and, you know, having a good family around me as well helped support me. And staying with Brentford, why? Well, I have to, I've got to read this out. At 12.45 on Saturday, part of Game Day. It's Brentford against Leicester in the FA Cup fourth round. Mark Saggers. I oh, know I'm doing it. Oh, will you stop? <clears throat> Mark Saggers presents from Griffin Park. 
Commentary comes from Ryland, Matt Face, Sam Matt Face, my mistake, uh, Matt Holland and Martin Allen, the Mad Dog alongside. Nobody calls me Mad Dog. Now, time to check in with Alan Brazil on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. And a bizarre statement came out of Alan's mouth, which is not unusual, but this one is one of the most weird he's ever come up with. Alan Brazil claims that he's missed four days of work in 20 years. He's missed over 700 of them through alcohol, but he's only missed four from being ill. 20% of us have never faked an illness to get off work. Are you one of those 20% of them? Say that again, that 20%. <laughs> I have missed four days in 20 years. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great shout from behind that window, oh. saved by the news. Oh, dear. Uh, now, look at the time, doesn't it fly? 9.30, Jenny. Now, not long to go before the podcast is over, but fear not my podcast-loving friends because the best bits of my show, apart from the best bits that we heard from earlier, the other best bits, two lots of best bits. Yeah, there's loads of best bits from my show here. They are. Hello, Josh. Off you go. Well, it's just a bit of a random um, Vegas story, but I can't give any names. You'll okay. understand why afterwards. Okay, go on, Josh. We went on a lad's trip to Vegas. Uh, second day in, we went to the, uh, there's like an outlet, shopping centre at the end of each end of the strip. Yeah. Went into Hollister. On the door is the sexiest, like, Hollister model-looking girl you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah. Straight away, my mate, who let me add, got a girlfriend, straight up to her, went, all right. Uh, she goes, lads, let me stop you there before I even, don't waste your time. I'm a Christian. I don't believe in sex before marriage. Like, honestly, don't waste your time. So my mate's like, please, just come out of us, come out of us. Don't worry about it. We're not interested in that. We just want to have a laugh, etc." So to cut nice. it to a the long story, proper short, they literally just came out of us that night. My mate was grafted on her for three days. We managed to get her married by Elvis. And then uh, she was literally in the airport crying, holding his face, going, I can't wait to move to England with you. I love you. I love you. Get back on the plane back to England. He's like, mate, I'm, don't worry, lads. I'll just get her old. When we got back, we rang the uh, Nevada State to uh, obviously get it annulled. They said, no, because your mate signed it. It's legally binding. So my mate's still married to this girl in Vegas today. He's had to delete all his social media, change his phone number and move out in case she turns up. So why is he... I mean, by, by all, it sounds to me like he's struck gold. Why, yeah. why, is he, why is he running away from this situation? Well, I think he was doing it just to be like a lad. But like, she was like, no, it's never happening. Like, I don't believe in... And I just feel a bit sorry for her because she like got a bit spooked. She's literally in love, crossing at the airport. But Josh, and then he literally come home to his missus uh, and said, "Oh, like, oh, you didn't, te- did oh, you did tell us. No, he did tell us that at the start. He's got a girlfriend over here. You did tell yeah, us that. Yeah, so, but he was engaged, so he suddenly had to come back from Vegas. Oh my god! Missus, that he doesn't believe in marriage anymore. They need to move house and change his phone number. So his girlfriend, who's he engaged to, doesn't know this has happened. Obviously, no. That's why. I- can't ever say right, but listen, yeah. he's go if he want if he wants to get married at any stage in his life, he's going to have to get a divorce. Yeah, but that's the thing to get a divorce. We tried to do it. We rang. I know, but, the but what I'm saying is, if he's cut all his ties, he's he eventually he's going to have to find this woman. That's what I'm saying. He's had to come back. To, he was literally in, well, he is engaged. He had to he come back from Vegas randomly and was like, I don't believe in marriage anymore. I mean, it's, it may seem like a bit of a stupid Great question, story. but I'm going to say it anyway. I mean, uh, is he really married? I mean, so what if he gets married again? <laughs> I mean, is he really... He's only breaking the law. He, is he? Yeah, I mean, he's sounds, legally, Jason, yes. I mean, how yes, can if they... If you're married by all How can they track him down? It sounds like this is just going to be... No, go through she's the system. Never, she, what system? We, hold on, what are you talking about? You can't, the, what, you can't question bigamy, Jay. No, no, I'm not questioning. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. No one's going to know, are they? Yeah, I think they do know. Who's they? What's his, what's his plan, Josh? 
Well, I think his plan is to never mention Vegas ever again. He starts sweating when anyone ever talks about it. And of course, a reminder, you can download future Andy Goldstein's Talksport Daily podcast via Spotify, Acast and Apple Podcasts. And before I go for real, let me tell you about lots of, lots and lots and lots of live football that's on Talksport over the weekend. Friday, that's tonight, in case you haven't got a calendar, at 7.45, it's Sunderland v Doncaster in League One. In fact, if you haven't got a calendar, it's probably best you don't know about that game. It's live on TalkSport 2 exclusively because no one else wanted it. The big ones, though, game day on Saturday, the 25th of January. I've already told you about Brentford against Leicester. Mention me! I have saggers. I mentioned you earlier. At 3pm, it's Southampton against Spurs. Of course, the FA Cup falls around. And then at half past five or 17.30, if you only use a 24-hour clock, it's Hull against Chelsea. That's also the FA Cup full time. You know it is because the FA Cup full time weekend. Anyway, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, don't forget you can hear me back on the airwaves from 9pm on Sunday night with Andy Brassel for another Transgender Express and then I'm back with the fun boy from 10pm on TalkSport on Monday night. That's it. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.